For nothing is impossible for God. That word, it comes, it comes to us like a kind of sometimes conflict between belief and trust, between having faith and trust. Mary have a faith, but at the end, she said to the Lord, okay, to the angel, okay, I will trust. I will trust God. Why she say that she will trust God? Because then, then in the middle of the gospel, it say how this can be that I'm going to conceive a child if I don't have a relationship with a man. And she said that is because when a woman was founded with a child without having been married in the time of Jesus, it, they were a sinner. They were being death, they were thrown stone and, and gonna be dead. And that's what she said, that she, what she was afraid of. How this can happen? Well, I'm gonna trust God. I'm gonna trust to him and, and let it be done according to his will. Now, faith and trust. Elizabeth, what happened with Elizabeth? Elizabeth also had faith, but also trust in God. Why? Because at the old age, she was able to conceive a child that she was bearing. So she trusts in God. She was probably praying to God so many times in church that made her to trust immensely to him. And then she was founded with a baby. That's why we, that we know that baby as a John the Evangelist. Now, we are celebrating the Immaculate Conception of Mary. And as many of you, if we ask around, well, because she, was, she conceived without the original sin, it's because the gospel related to us that she was conceived without the original sin. But what is the history? Why in 1854, Pius IX declared the feast of the Immaculate Conception? Why, what made Mary to be immaculate? Sister, can you can close your mouth? What do you think? What do you think it made it? Yes. She sin. Because she born without sin. Yes. What else? She's sinless. Okay. What else? What is the real, real, real? And then the gospel is also related to that. The gospel is related to God. Why in, now I'm coming to the adult. Why in 1854, Pius IX declared the Immaculate Conception of the Virgin Mary a feast, a devotion, and later on become one of the four dogma of the church? Why did he make her? 
I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. But the gospel is it's also related. Does anybody have an idea? There is no wrong answer. No idea. No idea. Why then came God and say, you're going to be? But that he said it to Mary directly, that you're going to be the son, the mother of my son? If we go to guess, what do you think? Yeah, she born without the original sin, but why? Why she born without the original sin? Because she's the mother of Jesus. Because she have, he's the handmaid of God. That even the adult know, know why? Let's see, sister. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Why? Why she born? And that's the, the, the clue. Why she born without the original sin? Because it was God's plan. What else? Yes. Because God what? Because God wants it. But there's a clue in the gospel. And I said, why do we relate it to this gospel? Yes. Well, all of that is true. All of that is true. But there were two persons who also have faith, but trust in God. And that was Joaquin and Anne. Joaquin and Anne, they couldn't have children. And that's what it makes her an immaculate. So that's what God shows Joanne, Joaquin and Anne. And that's why Pope the Ninth, um, Pius the Ninth, declared her the dogma of immaculate conception because they were barren. Like who? Like Elizabeth. Like Elizabeth. So that's what it is. That's what John the Baptist was holy. Because he also was, for the reason a lot of people was confused, John the Baptist as the Messiah. Until he said, no, someone is coming behind me. Someone is become behind me that is going to be baptizing you. So that's what it makes it. And that's what it is about faith and trust. There are so many times that we can have faith in Jesus Christ. But how many times do we trust in him? Because there are some times that we come by faith to pray to God unceasingly about something, and then you can hear, oh, Father, I don't trust in Jesus Christ because, oh God, because he doesn't answer my prayer. So you mix in faith with trust. Faith is what it makes trust possible. And that's what Mary said. 
She have a faith in God. She believe in God. And then she say, okay, I'm going to be trusting in him. Because she say what? I'm the handmaid of the Lord. And then later on he say, let it be done according to his will. To whom do you trust the most? God. What else besides God? Your parents. Always? Not always. And I ask that because that's what it is. But we should always trust him. Why you don't trust them always? Because what? Because they go, go through your stuff sometimes. But they're doing that for what? Exactly, to protect you. God will go into your staff too. When God goes into your staff and check it out everything about you, when you go to confession, and for that reason, confession is also a hard way to make it. And you don't trust and the people when they go through your stuff. And when you go, they go through their stuff, you are afraid of what? You are afraid that they can find something that is not right. You are afraid of something that even for a teeny tiny things can be is a sin. Or you are hiding something that it will allow um, you to be the faithful person, not just with yourself and with the others. And that's what it is about today. That's what it's about faith. And that's what I should trust. Overall, overall, you or anyone, you should trust your parents like Mary did with Jesus, like Mary did with God. Because what they wanted is the best. And, and you are the handmaid. We are the handmaid of the Lord. And for that reason, we have to make that faith to be stronger, that the trust for us can be as bigger as Mary did. And we can say, let it be done according to his will.